BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hello, my loves. Welcome back to the Balanced Fawn Podcast, Soul on Fire. We have such an exciting guest today, the beautiful Jessie DeLoe. And I don't know if you guys heard her on the first episode that we did together way back in the day. This was like two years ago with her co-founder of How You Glow, Tara Solati. I was living in my old apartment. I had Jessie and Tara on together. And we mostly talked about How You Glow, which is the beautiful wellness brand that they have built together. And it's like basically a beautiful digital magazine sort of blog where they talk all about the high vibe wellness stuff that we're all into. But I I knew it was time to have Jessie on the podcast herself to talk all about what she's been up to lately. Um, She's really flourished in a whole lot of different directions than the last time she was on. She's now a manifestation coach of sorts where she takes on clients and does these beautiful manifestation sessions on the beach by her home. And I've had the pleasure of doing a few with her that have completely changed my life and been really, really transformative. And I can't even tell you how much space Jessie holds for the people that she does this with. Um, She's able to visualize and hold space for you and lead you through this beautiful practice of meditation and art therapy. And she infuses all of the different knowledge and background that she has from yoga, art therapy, um, super therapeutic, and of course, manifestation. So I knew we had to have her on to chat about all this stuff, something that I've been thinking about so much since Jessie was here is that Jessie has absolutely got to be one of my biggest expanders right now and always. Um, she might even be like my number one expander in this life right now because really what she's created for herself, and we talk a lot about this in this episode, is that she's the architect of her own life. And I talked about this in last week's episode with Gray Malin, the amazing artist who's also the architecture of his own life. And Jesse has just created something so beautiful for herself where she has a flourishing career. She's a beautiful family. 
her husband, Brian, and her daughter, Amelie, who is so cute and just like a magic little angel baby girl. And Jessie lives on the beach and lives this dream life that she totally created for herself. And she doesn't compare her life to anyone else's. She doesn't have any negative self-talk in her mind. I'm talking like no negative self-talk. We talk about that in this episode. And I think that's what makes her so special and makes her such a unicorn on this earth, how she's so totally different and a radically um, down to earth and high vibrational way in the sense that she doesn't compare her life and she doesn't have any negative self-talk. And when she told me that, it made me realize, A, how much negative self-talk I have, even though I really aspire not to. And I try not to, and I live a super high vibe life and have meditation practice, spiritual practices, but I still get in my head a lot because of so many reasons. Most of all, just being human and being sick and um, trying to deal with it all. So Jesse gives a lot of really tangible tips here for how to manifest from a really high vibe place and not have that negative self-talk and use things like social media as inspiration and use it wisely. And I know that you guys will just fall in love with her entire demeanor and everything she is. She's so incredible. I am just so honored to have her here and have her as a friend. I adore her. So let's talk about wellness tip of the week since I've been pretty good about doing those lately. So something I've been really working on lately is making my space my sanctuary. So everything from, well, everything in our whole entire apartment, I'm trying to make a sanctuary and clear out all the things that I don't need. But lately I've been recording the podcast in my office and I've started to create this really high vibrational space with lots of light, lots of candles, lots of crystals. I'm surrounded right now with selenite and amethyst and rose quartz and all these beautiful, beautiful crystals, healing energy, um, all my different like high vibrational detox sprays and my sage and Palo Santo and my tarot cards and um artwork that makes me really happy and plants and light. So I just think that often when it comes to wellness, our space gets overlooked. The space that we surround ourselves with, um, including that really does extend to the books that we're reading, the social media we're consuming, the people who we surround ourselves with, um, the things that we do throughout our day, but it starts on a very basic level of our home and our space. So I've been really trying to just make my space my own and make sure that it inspires me and lifts me up. And I've been kind of working on feng shui with my friend Dara, who was on the podcast a few weeks ago with Jenna. We did the little round table, the three of us, Um, because Dara's space is so magical and so high vibe. And she inspired me to just really work on that in my own space. So right now I have the candles going. I have my crystals. I have my cold pressed green juice and everything is feeling really good. Um, So that would be my tip of the week is 
pay attention to your space and kind of lift it up in any way that you can and any way that feels good. So before we dive into this episode with Jesse, I want to thank our sponsor for the show, Art of Tea. So I was really excited to share their info with you and have them as a sponsor on the show because I have been all about to get very specific with you, the Pacific Coast Mint on Art of Tea's website. It is so good, you guys. It's a blend of organic spearmint and organic peppermint. It's domestically grown and harvested on the picturesque Oregon and California coasts. It tastes so good. Um, Just to set the scene for you every morning, I make a delicious hot cup of this mint tea. I bring it into this little office room where I'm podcasting from right now. I sit down on my yoga mat. I wrap this fluffy blanket around my arms, my shoulders, and I sip on this hot mint tea while I meditate. And then I follow it up with my microdose of ayahuasca tea because I have been doing this awesome microdosing program which you can hear all about in an earlier episode with Dennis Naughton. Um, So this Pacific Coast Mint Tea from Art of Tea has been my favorite for so long. So when they became a sponsor on the podcast, I was basically dancing for joy and was just so excited because I do feel like I manifested it into my life and into our TBB tribe's life, which is awesome because this episode is also all about manifestation. So you can use the discount code BLONDE, B-L-O-N-D-E, which gives you 20% off of everything at artoftea.com. Um, also, just so you know, they have an incredible and extensive history with Ayurveda. Um, the founder of Art of Tea, his name is Steve. He established the brand in 2004, and he has traveled all over the world studying preventative medicine. He studied at the Ayurvedic Institute in New Mexico and has traveled to Asia, India, Africa, the Middle East, all over the place to find all of the best, most highest quality organic teas and select botanicals. So he also makes sure that his employees are treated with great respect and love which I think is so important when it comes to any brand that I represent on this show. Um, They have tons of different recipes and different ideas on their website, artoftea.com. And I can't wait for you guys to try it. Definitely try the Pacific Coast Mint. You'll fall in love with it. And use that code BLONDE at checkout for 20% off. And now... We'll head into this episode with Jesse and talk all about manifestation. Jesse, I'm so happy that you're here. I have missed having you on and seeing you, and we've just been like all over the place for the last who knows how long because time doesn't exist, like <laughs> we were just talking about. But you were last on this podcast probably two years ago. It's crazy. With Tara. 
yeah. talking all about how you glow. I think I was just pregnant. You were pregnant? Yeah. Yeah. I was just a little bit pregnant. <laughs> you were pretty pregnant. Oh, was I, I pretty pregnant? Remember, yeah. <laughs> um, it, you were the first pregnant person that Hudson met, my oh cat. Oh my gosh, that's Remember, right. and he was like hanging on the back of your chair and you were like, I, I don't really out. like cats. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, I feel terrible. She's no, like, but I, I think that he's like a very special cat. You know, yes, yes. He, he sensed is. I was pregnant, and he he was drawn to me. I know, <laughs> and you're the reason why I know that he is drawn to pregnant people. Mm. So now, one of my best friends is pregnant, and he just like leaps around her. <laughs> Animals so are so intuitive. It's true. I know. So that day, we were talking about how you glow, which is one of your amazing businesses with Tara. And if everyone listening is interested, you can listen to that episode because I think today we're going to talk a lot about what else you're up to solo with your manifestation coaching and art therapy and your podcast, couples podcast about love. There's just so much awesome stuff that you're doing. Thank you, Jordan. Thank you so much. And it's been so cool to also see your business evolve as well. And I think it's cool that we're all just following our, you know, our calling and what we're drawn to. And that's what's been so nice about being an entrepreneur and being able to just sort of, you know, be be taken away with what I'm interested in right. and pursuing that. I know. It's so fun to be an entrepreneur, isn't it? It's the best. Is it something <laughs> that you always thought you would do? Um yes, yes. I was actually just saying this the other night um at a talk that I had that I never even considered having a nine to five job. And that's not to sound pretentious in any way. It's just that that is not something that I grew up around really. Um, my mom is a chef and a cookbook author and a, and a teacher and just also a life coach and wears many hats and also was a mom and was around and created her own schedule. So for me, I sort of absorbed that as the ideal for me as like being able to do what I wanted and be passionate about my work and wear many hats. But also since I am a mom to be able to be present for my family and to cook dinner and to be with my daughter and, you know, to be able to travel when I want to. So that was the goal. And I haven't really considered any other options and that's why it is my reality. Wow. That's so powerful. I remember listening. I haven't even told you this. I listened to you on someone else's podcast when I was driving back from my ayahuasca journey, oh my, which I ended up that. being a 15 hour drive Whoa. from Santa Cruz. It should have been I'm sure five you had hours. a lot to think about. I did. <laughs> um, and you mentioned that having a session with your mom, yeah. a life coaching session is kind of what brought you out here to LA mm-hmm. and put you on this path. Totally. And it's so clear that you're on your path that you're meant to be on. I mean, if you guys don't follow Jesse yet on Instagram, mm-hmm. the photos of your family and your life, you just radiate the most glowy happiness mm-hmm. and love. Thank you. And it makes me so inspired all the time. So tell everybody listening how you manifested this life. So it's a constant manifestation, you know, so we're constantly creating our lives every day. If I woke up today and decided that I was not grateful anymore for my life, it would look very different, you know? So it's waking up every day and being grateful for what you have, acknowledging that. 
And then from there saying, okay, what else do I want to create? It's like, choose your own adventure. In my, in my mind, life is exciting. It's fun. It's um, limitless. You know, whatever you want to create, you can, and whatever your position is, wherever you're at, you can make a shift. You can make a change. Nothing is fixed, especially your energy is not fixed. So that's the easiest place to make a change is starting with just how you perceive things and what you're radiating out. And I try, you know, my best to keep my energy super, super positive and radiate out goodness. And that is what has been reflected back to me time and time again. And, you know, just on a more, you know, literal way of manifesting, I, you know, took the steps that got me to where I am. I, you know, studied art therapy. I got my master's degree. I got a yoga teacher training. I started How You Glow with Tara and I got to meet tons of incredible entrepreneurs and business owners and just healers and everyone that's super, super inspiring to me. And I wanted to learn more about relationships and learn about longevity and how to keep the spark alive. And so I started a, a podcast. It, was, it was just starts with an idea, right? You know, so it's like you have an idea and if you don't jump on it, someone else will take that yeah. idea, you know? Yeah. Like the Elizabeth Gilbert yeah, exactly. Magic. Ideas are floating around yeah. in the ethers and... If you don't act on it, it'll jump to somebody else. Exactly. And also there's enough for, for yeah, everyone to go around. So even if, you know, there's a similar idea that someone else has, you can still d- do it your own way. Totally. You can just trust that if it's truly something that you desire, that it's worthwhile to do. Yeah. Infinite possibilities for success. Yeah. I love that. So now, so I love what you're doing with the manifestation coaching, which you might change the name and find a new way to describe it. But I've had the pleasure of doing a few sessions with you that are truly life-changing. I'm not just saying that that because you're here and because we're friends. Like I was going through some really things that were really plaguing me. Both of those, both are three times. And you really just cut those cords for me and I was able to move forward. So so happy to hear that. And that's what I hear, you know, from a lot of people. And it's really cool because I work with tons of different types of people who are want totally different types of things. Sometimes it's just like business stuff that they want to take to the next level. Sometimes it's deep inner work that they want to do. Sometimes it's finding love. It's finding, you know, more balance in their life or, you know, just creating like their dream reality, like we're describing. And it's really... I I can't even describe what takes place, but I feel like there's some sort of magic in the interaction, in the energy exchange that unlocks something. Yeah, definitely. I mean, when we've done it, I feel like we go to a place where we can see something similar, like the reality that I'm manifesting and dreaming up and my future in my mind, you're able to see it too. 100%. I hold the vision for you and I see it exactly like I see it as if it is a reality right now and that it's bound to happen. And it obviously could change as you shift, but in that moment, as you're creating that, I see it very, very clearly. Yeah. Yeah. It's so beautiful. So how did you start doing this? Because you're already doing a handful of other things. Yeah. You have Amelie, your sweet little yeah. baby girl. What inspired the spark? Yeah, I think... Um, 
I think what started the spark was that I was lo- I was looking around at my life. It was a day when I was taking a walk on the beach. I had Amelie, you know, I was wearing her in one of those baby wearers. And we live right by the beach. And I think I was, you know, either, I can't remember, either Brian was there holding my hand next to me or I was thinking about Brian. And I was just really feeling this, like the deepest sense of gratitude for where I had ended up in my life and like what had transpired to get me to where I was in this like beyond my wildest dreams reality at the moment. I was just like, it's just when that sense of gratitude like penetrates every cell and you like feel like you're like floating, you know? Love that. And I decided in that moment, literally in that moment, I have to help people to create their realities. Because it wasn't, I realized it was not an accident that my life ended up like this. It was all conscious choices. And it was everything that I'd ever wanted was there, but even better, even better than I could have ever dreamt up. And that's not to say that we don't have challenges in my family or that we're perfect, but it's my version of perfect. It's my, every challenge that we have, it's an opportunity for growth. As hard as it is, it's an opportunity for growth. And it's something that I wouldn't trade for the world. And I choose my, my current situation, you know? And that's Mm -hmm. what, it's not to say that you're going to get to the point of everything's perfect and nothing bad happens to you or nothing, you know, challenging happens, but it's that you are the creator and you take full responsibility for everything that exists. So anyway, so in that moment, when I was walking down the beach, I, some download came that I need to start helping people with this in this way of creating their dream reality. I got home and then I just literally posted on Instagram, like, this is what I'm doing now. <laughs> I was like, I'm, I'm offering these sessions now. And it just took off. Like if people just were like, I want that, I need that, you know, and that's how it's been. It's been like a very easy thing to attract people because everyone wants to create their reality and needs a little bit of help doing so. Right. Yeah. Everyone needs, everyone needs that. It doesn't matter how, where someone is in their life, you can always manifest more. more. And And I do it every day. Like I'm like constantly checking in with myself and like, you know, reading tons of books about manifestation and reading, you know, anything that I can, it's amazing to be someone who helps heal other people because you have to constantly keep working on yourself. Yes. It's a self-study. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, absolutely. Which is such a gift. Yeah. It's really amazing. It forces you to stay present, stay current, stay in your body and like work through things so that you can help other people do it too. Yeah. So how would you say your process is similar or different to other things like law of attraction Mm -hmm. and other manifestation systems, formulas? Yeah. So I think my system is based on everything that I've experienced. It's like a very personal tailored thing of all the things that I'm really good at intuitively. So my art therapy background, primarily just as a therapist, like the art piece is so important in the creativity and the healing work of it, but that I've worked with people as a therapist. So it's coming from a very healing place and of understanding the mind and understanding the way the brain works. And like also my yoga background, which is all about the body and the way that we hold pain, experience, trauma, resistance, fear in the body. So that somatic piece is really important. So I was already pairing those things before. So I would do art therapy and yoga combined with journaling. And that was something I already was doing. 
So then the piece that, you know, sort of wove it into the manifestation is a deep dive into someone's current experience of their reality. And without, you know, without judging or censoring what they actually perceive to be in their current reality. Cause sometimes we tell ourselves a story that's not true, you know, or we don't want to be honest about something or, you know, share what's really going on in our head. Cause it's very different than what we're putting out there, but helping to someone, helping someone to get honest with themselves and with me about what's going on so that they can actively enhance, you know, so you have to evaluate where you are right now in each aspect of your life, what you're thinking about on a daily basis, what your routines are, what your patterns are, what your, um, habits are, what your relationships are like, and really just looking at each of those pieces without judging or without hiding. And then from there, what is the dream reality in all of these realms? What is the dream day? What is like the state of your mind on these days? if you could choose, how would it be, you know? So then once you've like evaluated everything, it's figuring out what is blocking the person from being in that state. And the idea is that that state is already there. If you can think about it, if you can dream of a different reality, it's already in existence. It's, it's real. It's inside of you. It's happening. It's just about catching up with it and doing the work to get ready to be in that level of existence. Wow. That's so awesome. And I can attest, I mean, we've, I've done this with you and holding that vision of my dream reality, like that is so real in my mind ever since we've done it. And I see it all the time to the point where I'll say to Jonathan, like when we live on the beach in Malibu and we have our three kids and I'm traveling. Yeah. And it's not a matter of if it's when. Well, yeah, literally I I say when, and and he takes it that way too. Like, yeah, when we do that. Because then it's already an imprint. It exists. And it's the same, the same thing goes with like, you know, sometimes what you perceive to be negative, if you constantly talk about that, it's going to, you know, it's, it's Mm -hmm. more likely going to be your reality too. Yeah. So it's like, you could be saying, Oh, I really, really, really want to live. Like you said, let's say live in Malibu in a beach house, but that will never happen. That's like so unrealistic, whatever. And then it probably won't ever happen. Yeah. You know? So it's like truly just be like, yes, of course, when we have that. And if you see someone else who has that, then you can have it too. Exactly. You know? Yeah. They can expand your mindset. So do you have people that you look to who are like expanders for you in that way? You know, of course. Yeah. I mean, I'm inspired by many different people, but I think that I, I think what sets me apart and the reason why I don't have a lot of negative self-talk in my mind, which 99% of people that I work with, and I'll actually say 100% of people that I work with have negative self-talk, like, and it's totally normal. There's nothing wrong with it, but it's something that I try to help people shift. I don't have negative self-talk. And I think it's because I don't compare myself to other people. Like I don't, it's something that I don't do. And what? I mean, teach us all. <laughs> and That's my, amazing. It's funny because my husband is the same way. We both do not compare ourselves. We don't have this feeling of like needing to do what someone else is doing or keep up with anyone. It's like truly about what makes us feel happy on a day-to-day basis. And so I think I gravitate and respect people who are even like, who are like that. I feel like yeah. when I see someone who's just like radiantly happy 
and like living their dream life, their truth, whatever that is. It could be a trailer on the beach. It could be, you know, a hut. Like it could be yeah, uh, a mansion. It could be anything. It's It's not about the specifics. It's about the ease and the gratitude and the satisfaction and that feeling of like limitlessness and comfort in their own skin and confidence and relaxation and all of those things. It's like more of those qualities, which I can't even pinpoint right now someone, but it's just more of a feeling when I'm around someone, you know? It's like an energy. An energy. Yeah. 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 Oh my God. You're speaking to me so (laughs) much right now. I mean, I think the goal for everyone is to eliminate negative self-talk and not compare. Totally. I mean, it blows my mind how that's just the norm of having negative self-talk. And I, I know. Yeah. And so like any, like I did a talk the other night, I said, who has raised your hand if you have like a negative voice constantly running through your head and every single person raised their hand. And it's not surprising to me because every single person that I've worked with, whether it's in art therapy, yoga, all these things, that's like the human condition, but it doesn't have to be that way. It's a very normal part of being human, but it's not something that is a given. Yeah. So how do we break free from this pattern? I mean, one one question I have is social media, I feel plays a huge role in comparison. And mm-hmm. even for those of us who are really happy with our lives mm-hmm. and grateful, and I'm so proud of where I am in my life mm-hmm. and it's all I've ever wanted. Um, but I'll hop on social media and I'll see people doing more, quote unquote, or like people who are not sick the way that I've been sick. And I'm like, oh, I can't wait to not be sick. I can't wait to be doing what they're doing. Right. How do we Well, I've been in that too when I've been sick. And that's like, I feel like that's the thing that really triggers you is when you you can't do something. Yes. yes. Because most of the time we can do the thing. We're just not doing it. Right. But when you have that physical limitation and you actually aren't allowed to do something at that moment or don't feel well enough to do something at that moment, it's really tricky. And I think I actually just read something in a book that I liked and it was like, let's say you're sick and you're not allowed to go on a run, but that's something that you love to do. And it gives you a lot of pleasure and a lot of peace of mind. You, even though you know, you can't do it, you lay out all your clothes as if you're going to go for a run. And like, maybe someday you even put all the clothes on, (laughs) you know, you put the running clothes on, you like maybe take like a little walk around your apartment or your house or around the street and do something that sort of like mimics the feeling of getting ready to do it. You know, so you're getting yourself in that mindset and knowing that eventually you will again and that it's possible, but just sulking around and be like, oh, I wonder if I'll ever get to do that or when they're doing it and I can't. So it's like taking a positive action that evokes that feeling and that kind of like anticipation of something that gives you that good feeling. Yes. Or visualizing yourself doing it. So maybe you can't even get out of bed to lay out the clothes because you're that sick or you're in a hospital, God forbid, you know, and can't move. But what about closing your eyes and visualizing yourself on that run and the sun shining on your skin and the, you know, the feeling of the endorphins. If we can visualize that, that actually has a really powerful effect on our system and on our body. And so if there's anything that you see, I mean, the fact that you get, you know, jealous on social media, whereas probably so many people would be so jealous of you, you know, what does that say? It's all so foolish, right? It's like so pointless. And yeah, I think whatever you see, use it to inspire you. Use it to like 
as a vision board, oh, she's doing that. That looks awesome. I'm going to add it to my list of like things yes. that I want to do one day. Yes. Cool. That looks like, oh, that's a really awesome house. I'm going to Pinterest that because like that'll be inspiration for the house that I create one day for that's myself. so positive. That, I mean, that makes it fun when you see someone right. on social media living the type of life, doing something that you want to do. How fun is it to just add it to your vision board? Well, that's and- actually why I love Instagram is because I, I feel like it creates all these moments of inspiration that I, I constantly send off things to my husband, like, oh, look too. at this. Like, yeah. like, and you know, it's like, sometimes that actually, just like how an idea creates something in reality and that creates something, then, you know, you go to dinner that night at the restaurant that you saw. And that's why brands, you know, pay people like you and sometimes people like me to, to like advertise something. It's because it actually works. Like you see something and you're like, oh, that looks cool. I'm going to go do that. And it's brought into your, you know, your psyche, into your awareness. And that's like anything, like you said, with the expanders, you see someone doing something you're like, oh, I can do that too. Yeah. You know, and then that's when a thought becomes a thing. An idea becomes an action. And it becomes real in physical time and space. Yeah, that's so incredible. I feel like that tidbit of information is going to help so many people listening because that comparison trap is, I often feel like it's the one thing, that's my block. Not that I even do it, I think, as much as maybe I have in the past or as I hear of other people being blocked by it, but it's a big one. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I think if every time you acknowledge that feeling, so if you're on social media and you feel that feeling of less than or not worthy of or jealous or, you know, envious of someone else, acknowledge it. Like let yourself really feel it and be like, okay, what about this is bringing something up in me? Like what about this photo, this image, this person and use that as a way to learn about yourself and to go deeper. Because anything that brings us discomfort is simply an opportunity to go deeper yeah. and to learn, right? 100%. I mean, it's so amazing that this is coming up in conversation right now. And this just proves to me that there are, are no coincidences in this life and everything happens. Every conversation happens at the time it's meant to happen. Because just two days ago, I was having a very similar conversation with my facialist, Sadie Adams. Oh yeah. You know her. I'm actually going to see her tomorrow. Of I've never met her. Of course you are. Oh my, <laughs> see, I knew if I said her name, you would be either saying, yes, I know her or yes, Or I'm I. seeing her tomorrow. Yeah, I'm oh excited. Oh my God, you're in for such a treat. So she's been on this podcast too, just for anyone listening who might want to learn more about her probably close to a year ago. Um, but she is a shamanic facialist and really works with energy and the body. And she's super intuitive. And what does she not do? I mean, she's amazing. And we talked about this and went really deep into my psyche to ask these questions. Um, I don't even know where this began. We talked about where's your stress coming from? Why are you stressed? I'm stressed because I'm sick. Well, that's not really it. Why are you? So we went deeper and deeper. And kind of the root of it was I'm stressed because I feel like I let people down because I can't do the things that um, maybe I used to be able to do or be there for people, um, show up in the way that I used to. So the deepest root of it was um, I'm afraid 
that people won't like me anymore if I can't just like show up and force myself to be doing these things that I could do when I was healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, so we worked with that and it was so clear to me. And then Sadie said to detach from what other people think of me. It's more like I, I need to tap into what, what do I think of myself? So that Absolutely. was super powerful. I've been working on it for the last two days and here we are talking yeah. about this. Yeah. And I think when, when we really boil the root of any of our, you know, our struggles or our fears and the things that block us, it's really this fear of annihilation, which is death, right? And it doesn't have to mean literal death, but like in your instance, it's like the, the fear of being like forgotten or like, you know, like, like not cared about anymore. And all of those outcomes like lead to the, it's not like the literal fear of dying right now, but it's like the things that will be so hard that it will just make us feel like we've we were, we're gone. We're Sadie lost. said the same thing. Yeah. I'm so excited for you to meet her. I can't wait to see um, her. But yeah. yeah, so it's like, that's the root, right? And it's like the complete opposite of that, as you know, is this idea of unconditional love, right? So it's that love transcends everything. And if we remember the flip side of that fear, we can step into the love and know that all of our needs are going to be met. We have deep, deep trust that we'll be okay and that we'll be supported no matter what happens as long as we're in our truth and that we're true to ourselves. And like, you have to just be true to yourself, right? And true to what you want to spend your day doing, what you're able to do, what you're, what's going to heal you. And that will be a cue to other people to take care of themselves. So by you taking care of yourself and creating boundaries around what you do or don't do with your time, that is empowering everyone in your sphere to do the same for them. And it's funny because I remember I had a friend, you know, years ago when I lived in New York and she said to me one time, and I was completely oblivious to this, but she's, she said to me, you know, I just have to tell you like the way that you sort of like say no to plan sometimes is so awesome and so inspiring to me because, and like, it's directly to her that I, you know, that she experienced this, that I would be like, no, I can't go. I'm too tired or, you know, and I kind of unapologetically would just create a boundary if I didn't, if it wasn't in my best interest to go to something that was like a social event or something. And she's like, I have never felt comfortable doing that. Like I always felt like I needed to go do this. And she's like, since you've done that, it's made me you know, be able to say no to a lot more things. And, and it's just really cool to see that. (laughs) It is cool to see that. Okay. So everyone has been asking me lately what I've been doing with my hair because I haven't highlighted it in a year. I haven't trimmed it in over a year and it is literally healthier and shinier than it's ever been. I'm so happy with it. So I want to give you guys this tip and tell you what I have been using that has been pretty much a game changer. And that has been Living Proof products. So Living Proof has so many different hair care products, but what I'm currently obsessed with is their dry shampoo. It's award-winning and it was developed with science from MIT scientists. So They don't just talk about like things that don't actually work or weird marketing gimmicks or anything like that. They actually use science 
to attack different things in the hair from frizz to damage. And I feel like that's why my hair just literally looks like it has zero damage, even after my years of bleaching and highlighting and all those things that I used to do that I probably will do again. Um, but I absolutely love living proof. And the reason that I love it, and you guys know this is so important to me, is that they don't use anything synthetic. They use no parabens, nothing silicone, no phthalates, which before I was saying as phthalates, which was totally wrong, by the way. Um, and they're cruelty-free. They don't do any animal testing at all, which is really important to me. So this is a natural brand that actually works. They've won tons of different beauty awards. You can notice the actual shift in people's hair. I have majorly noticed the shift in my own hair since switching over to Living Proof. They have lots of other products too. They have shampoo and conditioner, etc. So you can do what I did and make that switch to Living Proof by visiting livingproof.com slash blonde and use the promo code blonde to get a free sample of their award-winning dry shampoo with your purchase. And that is such a steal, you guys, because that's their best product. I think it's amazing. So go to livingproof.com slash blonde, promo code blonde for a free sample of dry shampoo with your purchase. That is livingproof.com slash blonde, promo code blonde. I totally relate. I mean, I've had people say the same thing to me because one thing I have been pretty good at is saying no, no to plans. And I've had some super social extroverted friends of mine be like, you know what? You finally got me to realize how important that is and how important that time alone is totally. rather than like just trying to pack it all in. Well, yeah. And I think that's when you truly manifest the most is when you take time for yourself. I think it's kind of impossible actually. Otherwise you need to create that quiet sort of sanctuary like space for yourself. And that doesn't mean necessarily physical space, but just the environment and energetic surrounding of you to really think deeply and get into alignment with what you want and what your truth is. Yeah, Because when you clutter your mind with just, you know, lots of bombardment outside of yourself, you don't get clear. Yeah, I completely agree. So how do you make that space and time for yourself with a daughter and a husband and businesses yeah. and friends and life? I It's woven into my, it's how I've created my setup, my setup. I need a lot of time like that, especially if I'm going to work with other people to help them heal. Like I need to be clear, you know? So I schedule it and we have, we have two wonderful nannies that help us, um, several hours of the week. And then I'm with Amelie from, you know, in the morning and then 2 PM on every day. So I get, I know I'm spending time with Amelie. So I know I've got my time with her. And also she, I work from home. Sometimes she's around, I'm around. I know I see her. So it's not like I have a feeling of, Oh, I'm not going to see my daughter. You know, I, I see her. Brian and I spend, you know, we have dinner together almost every single night. We, I, we have breakfast together every morning. We see each other a ton. Like it's just a given that I'm going to see my family and that we're together. And then the hours that I have on my own that I have help with my daughter, I make sure that I have my priorities straight. Right. So for me going to the beach, which is right down the street from my house, 
and having quiet time where I either run or meditate or walk or journal, just checking in with myself at the beach creates a tremendous difference in my day. And I do it every day. And then yoga is a huge one so that I schedule in and I make sure I get to it. And then other than that, then I'm working. So, and I spend a lot of time reading and reading. I consider working too. You know, I have my clients that I see. I have obligations for how you glow. I have writing stuff that I do and the podcast, but it all fits in nicely because I have that time for myself too. Yeah. You know, that's so perfect. I remember you saying one time, you and Tara both about how you glow, that your intention was not to pump out content. It was to just create content in an inspired way and not feel so pressured to like get it out, get it out. Totally. Just yeah. Like maybe some other publications or blogs or whatever. And that really spoke to me. And I feel like that type of mentality fits in with everything else that you're talking about and keeping time for yourself and time to create new things. Yeah. It's the only way, it's the only way that you can, you can create well, for me, I'll say it's the only way for me that I can create my dream reality. And I have to practice what I preach, right? You know, I have to be living. If I was just stressed out and working so much and not seeing Amelie or, you know, then I wouldn't be living my dream reality, no, you know? Totally. So in order, so you have to think about that too, when you're growing anything like, okay, let's say I be, I become like a CEO and this is like the most successful business. It's like, how's my day-to-day looking? You know, is it still my dream reality? okay, I might have to shift a few things to like make sure that I can still have what I want on a day-to-day basis. Because your day-to-day is your life. Yes, absolutely. So tell us how you met Brian, because I love this story and you're in such a happy relationship. I feel like that's so expansive for people listening who are looking to manifest something similar. How did you meet? So we met on a dating app called Raya. I don't know if you guys are familiar with it. You know about it, Jordan, right? So we met when Raya had just started. It was in beta mode. So there was probably, I'm not joking, probably like 20 to 25 people on the site and five or 10 of which I already knew (laughs) because when I signed up, I was like at a table with the founder and like the founder's roommate, like, but you know, and so we all sort of went on it and then couple weeks later, I sort of cruised through the site and you would see a a photo montage of the person and they would choose a song with it. So it was actually a really fun site because you got to see these photos with a song and the song was sort of, you know, reflective of their personality. Um, And Brian's montage came up and I remember, I think I was in New York and visiting my family and looking at this and I was like, like I can remember it so clearly, his montage, just the energy I felt from it. He was so fun and he loved his family. There's photos of him like, you know, just like living his best life, just such an adventure, like just this amazing, fun energy. And he was also incredibly handsome. <laughs> and we started messaging, we matched, we started messaging and it was just instantaneous, like that our chemistry was on. We didn't talk that much. And then we went on our first date he picked me up. I had never talked to him on the phone before. It was all just on, um, through the app. And so he called me saying he was outside in an Uber and 
when I met him, it felt just like a friend that I'd known for a long time. Like it was like, I wouldn't say there was immediate like fireworks or sparks or anything like that, but it was just this feeling of like, wow, I feel really, really comfortable with him. And the conversation, we went to a Mexican restaurant, the conversation flowed the entire time, like in the most effortless, beautiful, honest way. He walked me home, which was a very far walk, probably like 45 minutes, which is in LA, it's very weird, (laughs) but we're both weird like that. And like, really like long walks and we kissed each other good night, but it wasn't like this fireworks kiss either. It was more like I was kissing a friend. That's how it felt. It was like a friend that I'd known a really long time that, you know, I had no doubt that it was an amazing date, but it wasn't like, oh my gosh, my soulmate. And then our next date was, um, a hike at Temescal Canyon during the day, like that weekend. And we went on this hike and it, again, it was just this beautiful flow of conversation that never stopped. That just was like, so, um, so familiar. Like we just were like discovering all these things about each other that just like really each of us loved. And then after that, we went, we got a little bite and then we went to my car and we made out. Then, And that's when I was like, whoa, like it hit me like a truck. I was like, this is my husband, like 1000%. Like it was this feeling of like complete knowing. And I called my mom after and was like, I was like giddy laughing. I was like, mom, I (laughs) met my husband. Like I'm, this is insane. Like I'm, I'm not, I'm not even kidding. I'm sure like this is the, and of course I could have been wrong. You know, I could have been proven wrong, but in that moment it was like, it's so funny because it was so different than the last time. Right. And it was like this like electricity of, so that's why I always say, give someone like, not that I, I actually really liked him and I would have given him another chance, but I wasn't, you know, it wasn't like right. an obvious, oh my gosh. But actually after our first date, apparently he, he, he knew and he called his mom and said, I just met my wife after our first date. Oh my God. So yeah, so it's really crazy. And then, um, yeah, I mean, so many other things that just like kept reaffirming our, our vision of each other as, you know, as soulmates and it, like what kind of thing. So, I mean, just the fact that we just like, sometimes you feel that and then you actually aren't in alignment and it's proven that way, but we just, every date we went on, it was like, it just gets better and better and better and better and better. And yeah, I had to travel a lot actually for work. Um, in the beginning of our relationship, I was in Australia for a few weeks and I was in Bali leading a yoga retreat. So the first bit of our relationship, I was away quite a bit. I think he had to go somewhere, but still it like, it was just building so, so such this strong, beautiful, um, bond, but based on two very independent, um, people on their own, you know? which was, I think, so, so awesome and so crucial. And neither of us were really like thinking we would find the one anytime soon, if not ever. Right. <laughs> I mean, he, he says he, he was not sure he'd ever get married again because wow. he had been married before. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, um, I, I trusted in my heart that I would find the one, but I wasn't, if anything, I wasn't ready to, mm-hmm. like I could have gone much longer being single, but the second I met him, I was like, oh yeah. Yeah pretty amazing when I, when that happens, when you're not looking, I feel like that's when it happens when you're not in that desperation. When you're not attached to outcome. Yeah, exactly. When you're not attached to outcome and you're truly living your soul's calling and you're having fun and you're in that joy mode 
and really seeking out what brings you joy. And everything that I was doing leading up to meeting him just made me so much more me, you know, like I had this whole string of adventures that I took before meeting him. And I feel like they all led me to him. Like I needed to do all of those things. I needed to like travel and meet all of the people that I met. And I, you know, had had a breakup before. So I I definitely needed that time to just be out there and just see what was out there so that I would really know too, you know, Totally. but yeah. And I, I am so grateful for finding my partner and, and being so sure of it. And each day being so grateful that that's what inspired also doing this with people, uh, manifesting sessions with people. And I'm doing manifestation, uh, sessions with couples, which is what I wanted to talk to you about is that I love doing it with couples before they get married. Oh yeah. Because I think it's really, really incredibly powerful to set intentions as a couple, because what you're doing is you're joining your lives, you're joining your vision. And if you share a vision and can actually speak about your own personal visions, as well as like the shared vision as a couple, things will manifest just tenfold more powerfully. Oh my gosh. Yes. I love this. That's so powerful. While you were speaking, I was, I was actually thinking like, I would like to do a session with Jonathan with you. Yeah. So yeah. hundred percent. Because before Brian and I got married, we did some, like, it's just kind of protocol to talk to um, the person that's going to marry you oftentimes. And ours was a rabbi. So we did these FaceTime sessions and it was awesome. We like loved them and looked forward to them so much. And we would get super emotional. We'd cry like in just this way of like really um, visioning our lives together and like thinking about what, you know, our values were and what marriage meant to us and what kind of family we want to have. And all these questions that are so important to ask yourselves and talk about before you get married. And I think it like really contributes to the success of your marriage is to be on the same page and be, have the intention of being completely honest with each other about anything that comes up, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think that just setting that stage for people and like really going into the state of, of radical honesty and visioning for the future of what you want your lives to be like as you join them together is so cool. Oh my gosh. Yes. That is so cool. It's really fun. I would love to do that so much. We did, we had a session with the person who's marrying us, Nicola, who's this shaman who lives in Ojai. Wow. She's incredible. Um, and we had some conversations that were just so beautiful about like the marriage, the wedding is the foundation for your life together. So just the beauty of that day um, and making it so synergistic with what we both want and symbolizing what we both want is such an exciting thing to think about. And also, I don't know, I know that one of you is Jewish or you're part Jewish. We we both are Jewish. So are you guys creating a ketubah? I don't know know yet. What is it? So we did this. We're both Jewish and a ketubah is sort of your own contract that you create for each other. And it's not, we're reformed, so it's not traditional. There's more, um, just more, more traditional ketubas that are just like written out and that you sign, but ours, it's like vows that you create together as a couple. 
and it's written. So we had one of my childhood best friends. Um, we wrote it together, but then she did like the calligraphy and then Brian's sister did the artwork for it. And oh, it's in wow. our bedroom. So we have it up on the wall. That's so awesome. Yeah. And it was so fun writing these, these vows for our ketubah together. Like it sounds, you know, <laughs> maybe it sounds like a chore or something, but I swear it was like, we would get so into it and like, you know, you're really making these sort of um, principles and values for your life together. Like, what are the things we struggle with and how can we best prepare for those struggles? Like, how can we set ourselves up for success? You know, what are the most important things for us? How do we want to like, what are our intentions basically for our life together? And so ours is like, I mean, I, I have to reread it actually now that I'm talking about it. And like, I haven't read it in a long time, but it's so beautiful. And it's like everything just pertaining to our unique relationship, you know? Yes. Oh my God. I want to see yours. Yeah. You can come it over and see so it. It so beautiful. It's awesome. That sounds like such a fun thing to do. Yeah. You guys should do it. And 100%. then you can get the, it made into artwork and then you can put it in your home. And I feel like everyone should do it, not just being right. Jewish. I just think it's a really special like reminder to to have, you know. Yeah. And we're both Jewish and we have some different Jewish elements coming into the ceremony, but also the spiritual elements and just, it's going to be so magical. Uh, I'm so excited for you. Yes. Um, So I want to ask you a couple of the rapid fire questions as we near wrapping up. um, Do you know, do you know what your human design is? I've never done it. We have to figure it out. I've never done it. Do you know, um, what time you were born? I think around noon. We'll have to look it up yeah. at a later point. Yeah. Um, do you know what your sun rising and moon signs are? <laughs> like, I, I know my, I'm an Aquarius. Right. And I, oh, yeah. And I really identify with yeah. being an Aquarius. Um, When's your birthday? February 13th. Oh, happy belated. Thank you. And then I think my, so my moon sign, I believe, is Leo, which I also really identify with. Yeah. So... And what, isn't it that your moon sign is sort of like what you really are and then Aquarius is sort of what you put out and you project to the world? Is that right? Yeah. So your moon sign is like your emotions, mm-hmm. your feelings, what you are on the inside. Mm-hmm. Your rising is how other people see you. Mm-hmm. And then just like you said, the sun is kind of like what you project into yeah. the world. Uh-huh. You're such an Aquarius to me. I am that an makes Aquarius so sense. fully. Yes. Yeah. I'm an Aquarius rising and an Aquarius north node, which is like what your soul wants to pursue in this lifetime. Wow. So love Aquarius. Feel very connected to yeah. it. Yeah. I feel like Aquariuses get each other. They really Completely. get along and they're drawn to each other. Yes. And air signs, because I'm a Libra. Because we're dreamers. Yeah. Yes, we are. Yeah. Completely. And we believe anything is possible. Yeah, because it is. Yeah. <laughs> um, if you're an animal, which animal would you be? A dolphin, without a doubt. A dolphin, 100%. And I feel like I have qualities of a lion. I feel like sort of like my yin and yang is dolphin and lion. Ooh, I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, are you a night person or a morning person? Uh, I'm a morning person in that I love the day. Like I love when it's light out and I love, um, when the sun is shining, but I'm not like a super early morning person. Yeah, <laughs> Brian gets either. up with Amelie in the morning and lets me sleep a little bit longer. So and perfect. I'm not really a night person. I like to go to bed pretty early. Yep. Sounds familiar. <laughs> um, 
What's one thing you've never been asked in an interview that you wish you had been asked? Oh, that's a good one. Hmm. Maybe like what the best recipes I make. What is what are the, what best are the best that recipes I make? you make? I make the best. I'm confident in that I make the best banana bread ever. I have to try yeah, it. Yeah, you have to try I it. Although I don't think bread. you could probably eat it. because <laughs> Yeah, the way that <laughs> I'm currently eating, you're totally right. So maybe when, you know, on an off day yeah. when you're... <laughs> when I'm in the future, when I'm feeling a little yeah. more healed and I'm not so sick. Yeah. I make an amazing banana bread. I make also, I think you can eat this. I make the best oatmeal. Like oh, I could totally ridiculously good oatmeal. I love oatmeal. And I make it almost every day and it's unbelievably what good. What do you put in it? Um, I chop up apples into the oatmeal and then I put tons of cinnamon and like all this, uh, these amazing healing spices in it and raisins. And then I stew berries, just basically cook them down, frozen berries and put them on top. And then I put almond butter on top and coconut and... Um, freshly chopped nuts and, you know, whatever else is around, but it is so incredibly good. And then I brulee a banana and put it on top sometimes. That sounds beautiful. It's next level. You should post some pictures of that because I want to see. Yeah, it (laughs) sounds like it. And I make really good chicken parm too. Ooh, Mm. yum. Um, I love that. I just had oatmeal for breakfast and it's- (laughs) I'm like already starving. (laughs) Me too. I was already thinking about food. Um, if you were a color, what color do you feel best represents your energy? Ooh, I feel like a, a light airy pink mixed with a light airy blue, sort of like fading into each other. I see that. I totally see that. Um, and then final question, since this is a soul on fire podcast, what are your tips for people who are looking to set their souls on fire? Mm, that's a great question. I think um, starting your day, the way that you start your day can really impact your entire life because every day, like I had said before, is a representation of your life and we're given a new um, chance every day to create our lives. So starting your morning with gratitude, waking up and not just rolling over, but being like, wow, my body, like, I'm so grateful to have these legs, these arms, this, you know, these eyes to see, letting the sun come in your window, being just very present and conscious to the miracle of life when you wake up and then journaling a little bit, if you have time, writing down what's going on, clearing your head. Cause a lot of us who do have negative thoughts, it's a good way to just expose them and just see what's going on and dispose of them as well. And, um, you know, then I really like to set intentions for my day. So seeing, I I always say it's like seeing a movie of your day beforehand, but projecting the best possible outcome for everything that you have set, you know, set up already and creating space for things that aren't set up to arise. So let's say, you know, you have this meeting and you've got that annoying call that you have, but you also have this, you know, fun lunch plan and just seeing yourself go through the motions of your day. but you as the most vibrant version of yourself, attracting miracles everywhere you go and like sparkles coming from you, you know, just that beautiful energy that you bring with you everywhere you go throughout your day, envisioning that. And then having a great breakfast, having, you know, lots of water throughout your day and 
you know, eating beautiful foods that nourish you and blessing your food, thanking the universe and spending time in nature and being with people that bring you, bring you a good feeling, you know, making you light up inside and observing, you know, at the end of the day, observing how the day went and seeing what could have done, what you could have done differently so that you can make the next day even better. I love it. Such beautiful words. So tell everyone where they can find you. You can find me at, um, my Instagram is Jessie Delo, J-E-S-S-I-E-D-E-L-O-W-E. You can find my podcast that I do with my husband, Brian, at Madly Forever. And it's also on Spotify, iTunes, and thefullest.com. And then How You Glow, you can check out the website, howyouglow.com or... The Instagram is at how you glow. And I just want to thank you so much, Jordan, for having me on and for you continuing to inspire with everything that you do and being so transparent about your journey. Cause I think that transparency is so healing for everyone who's listening and everyone who's following you and you keep it so real, which inspires everyone else to be themselves as well. Thank you. Such an honor to have you here. This is so fun. Can't wait for everybody to check you out and we'll do this again soon. For sure. Thank you, my love. Thank you. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening to this episode with the fabulous Jessie Delo. I am madly in love with everything she's doing. She's such a force in the wellness community. She's so calm. Her energy makes me so happy and makes me feel so good all the time. It's like the exact type of energy that I crave and I strive to be as grounded as her. I definitely strive to let go of my own negative self-talk and manifest from this really amazing place of total happiness and gratitude for life, which which Jesse has. Um, She's just incredible. So definitely check her out. She's Jessie Delo on Instagram. You can check out How You Glow and her podcast about relationships, Madly Forever. Um, I adore her. So if you guys enjoyed this episode, I would be so, so, so grateful to hear from you and also for you to leave a rating and review on iTunes and then send me a screenshot to jordan at thebalancedblonde.com. And when you do that, I will send you my blogging tips and tricks ebook that I send to everybody who rates and reviews the podcast or, and, or I will send you my soul on fire yoga ebook, which is 400 pages of goodness, all about everything I learned from studying yoga for 500 hours slash for the last 10 years. So I hope you guys enjoy that. Um, Send me that screenshot of your rating and review to jordan at thebalancebond.com. And thank you to our incredible sponsors. We have Art of Tea and we also have Living Proof. You can use the code BLONDE on both sites for a very awesome discount and a free gift. And lastly, join our Soul on Fire podcast tribe if you feel inspired to keep the conversation going and chat with other high vibe individuals from all around the world. It's one of my favorite places to hang out. I just love, love, love our Facebook group. So join us there and 
thank you guys again for the support and for being here and for the love. And I will leave you with that. Have an amazing soul on fire day. And I can't wait to talk more about manifestation and use a bunch of Jesse's tips when my manifestation course launches in not too long from now. So you can get on that list by emailing my assistant, Jane at thebalancebond.com. Love you guys so much. Talk to you super duper soon. And yeah, I just adore you all. Mwah.